I now want to tell a story. It's a story about Samuel, and I need some actors and actresses. So, uh, um, if you want to uh, be in the drama, it's an impromptu drama. It's not been planned. I will guide you through it. Do not worry. Thank you, Nicole. Out you come. Um, uh, We could do with six more. Lads at the back, are you coming? No? Thank you. Yes, that's three. Yes, that's brilliant. That's six. We need one more. Well done, Emily. Oh. (laughs) Still need one more. No, that's okay. You don't need to. Um, uh, No, well, we'll have to uh, improvise then. Okay. Yes. No, I might get arrested. Right. Yes, uh, yes, you you could... uh, you could be one of Elkanar's wives. How about that, Sally? Right. That's brilliant. Do you want to just come and stand off stage for a moment? I know. Over, over here, girls, and then... Um, right. Okay. Now this story from the Bible, from the Old Testament, it's about a thousand years before Jesus was born. So it's about 3,000 years old. So it's an ancient story and there's some great truths in it that still apply for us today. But there's also things that don't really apply and we need to think about those. And one of those is that there was a a man called Elkanah who had two wives. Now, we don't do that uh, these days. Josh, would you like to come out and um, uh, and come over here? Because now now you're nearly 21. This is one of your wives. Um, uh, Would would a girl who doesn't... It's only a small part. Would you like to come out? Would one of you like to come out? Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, so Elkanah, he had two wives. Now, it's, uh, it's not a good idea, but um, uh, that's what happened in those days. There was the, dare I say, <laughs> I've got to be no, very careful best, here. Um, no, there, there, was, um, uh, there was two, yes. There was one called Hannah, and there was uh, one called Penina. Okay. Now, Hannah had many children. Penina had none. And she was really sad about that. And what made it worse is that Hannah was really nasty. (laughs) And she would make fun of, uh, of Penina... Elkanah actually loved Penina the most. And he'd be kind to her. And he'd say, don't I mean more to you than any children? <laughs> Maybe the answer was no, but, um, <laughs> but it was a nice thought. 
Who was on the right track? Hannah or Panina? Who was on the right track? Hannah was on the right. No, Hannah was on the wrong track. Because she was being nasty. She was bullying. She was horrible. It was Panina who was, uh, she was on the right track, as Elkanah was. That sets the scene. You can go and sit down now. Thank you. You've done your part. As you can, uh, Elkanah. Do you want to come here, Panina? You're, you're a star. Um, uh, Craig, could you come out here, please? Panina was desperate. <laughs> you don't know the story, do you? You're making it up. So she went to the temple. It was like the big church. Don't worry. This is Eli, who's, a, who's, a, who's an old man who is the priest. And, uh, and uh, Panina went and uh, said, and she started to pray. Do you want to get down onto your knees and, uh, and pray? Now in those days, people prayed out loud. But Panina, she prayed silently, but Eli could see her lips moving. So could you move your lips? That's good. Eli, who wasn't the brightest tool in the book, <laughs> thought she must be drunk. You see, in those days, people weren't very faithful. Many people had gone off the wrong track. And here was Panina, trying to be on the right track. She was desperate. She wanted children. And she just cried out to God, and uh, that's why she came to Eli and to the, uh, to the temple. And she cried out, and she made a, like a, uh, an offer to God. She said, if you let me have a child, then I will hand him back to you, God. I'll let him live with Eli the priest, and he'll work in the, in the temple, in the church, and... He won't uh, ever have his hair cut, which is what happened to people like, they're a bit like monks or nuns in those days. So although she was desperate for a child, she said, if I have a child, I'll give him away to the Lord's service. Anyway, she prayed and then she got up. Thank you. And uh, she went home. Do you want to go and sit down? Nine months later, out you come. A baby was born. The baby, Samuel. She called him uh, Samuel, um, uh, and, uh, which means God hears, because God had heard her prayer. And she rejoiced, and she was so happy. But... She remembered what she had said to God. I don't know if any of you have ever said that. Lord, if something happens, then I'll do something. Sometimes we say those things and sometimes we forget to keep it. 
But she didn't. So we need to assume that Samuel has grown up. Alan. I haven't forgotten you girls, by the way. When, when Samuel got to about four, <laughs> brilliant, which was still very young, it's sort of um, Thomas's age, and, um, uh, and uh, then Panina said, I'm going to uh, give you to, uh, to Eli to look after and to look after him, because Eli got very old then. Eli was very old then, yes. <laughs> and needed, uh, needed looking after. And Eli could, and uh, Samuel could, uh, could serve God in this, uh, in this temple. It must have been very sad. Can you imagine how sad that was? But she kept her promise to God. Eli, the priest, saw how faithful she was and so came on and just put his hand on her head and blessed her and off she went and later she was blessed with three other sons and two daughters so that was wonderful but you can stay there we'll just imagine that and each and every so often she came and visited him we don't have to do that <coughs> and brought him some new clothes because he was growing. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you want to come and stand forward because they can't all see because of that? So all was well. People were on the right track. Samuel, as he, uh, he grew, followed God and tried to follow him faithfully and he helped Eli the, the priest. <laughs> Samuel, do you want to just uh, sit down there a moment? Because Eli had two other children. Well, two children. Would you like to come out? There was Hopney and uh, Phineas. Do you want to come and stand by uh, Eli? Okay. You'd have thought it was good. Eli, the old priest, could hand over to uh, the new ones who would take over from, uh, from Eli and continue to help people on the right track. There was only one problem, rather two problems. These two were bad children. We know they're not really. One of the things they did, that when people brought their, the offering... Do you want to just go and um, get the offering from the treasurer, both of you? And they would collect the offering that people brought, but they wouldn't just hand it in to the treasurer. They would put their hand in. Do you want to just... Um, and they would take some for themselves. That was bad, wasn't it? Okay, you just pretend to do that. I should, <laughs> I should give it back to the treasurer. Now, Eli, uh, yes, Eli said that. It was very naughty. But to be honest, he was a little bit weak. 
You know, he just said, oh, that's naughty. He didn't say, right, you're grounded or you're not taking the collection. And they never really learned. And so just to remind you, and uh, children or adults, that sometimes when we're told off for doing wrong things, it's normally for our good. And just rejoice that we're told off, because if we're not told off, nobody cares how we, uh, we live. Eli did care, but he didn't really know how to do it. Because also these two did other really naughty things, really bad things, not suitable to share in a family service. If you want to read in 1 Samuel, you can read the opening chapters of the Bible. So what should Eli do? He'd got these bad children. You're not really bad, are you? No, no. Maybe Eli prayed. Prayed for something to happen. Now, what would happen to these bad children? Now, a nice ending to the story would be that they said, oh, I'm sorry we've been bad. I'll turn over New Year's resolution and I'll promise to be good. That would go in on the right track, wouldn't it? But actually, they didn't. They continued to go on the bad track and did all sorts of of bad things. You just go to one side for a moment. You'll come back in a moment. So what would God do? Now you see, in these days, there wasn't a lot of faith. People sometimes think that there was lots of faith in, uh, in previous times, and then it sort of dwindled. That was not the case. In these times, there was not many people who, who loved God and tried to follow him. Eli was one, and Samuel was another. But God, although he spoke, people didn't hear, people didn't follow And then this incident happened. It's not a pillow fight, no. Eli went to bed. That's your bed. It was harsh in those days. He went to sleep. Samuel also went to sleep. Eli began to snore. Eli then Samuel heard a voice it said Samuel Samuel we'll all pretend to do the same that Samuel you know if you woken in the middle of the night you just have a great big yawn Let's, let us all have a great big yawn. Don't forget to cover your mouth. Oh. Samuel thought that it was Eli calling him, because he was old, he probably wanted some. So up Samuel got, a bit reluctantly, came over and woke, woke it. No, 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 you, but you're nice, come on. And he said, Eli, Eli, what do you want? And Eli said, I don't want anything. No. Go back to sleep. And so they went back to sleep. Now, there, where they were, there was something called the Ark of the Covenant. 
this isn't actually the Ark of the Covenant, but let's pretend. And, uh, and that was a very special place, and they felt that God was specially there. And then Samuel heard another voice, and it said, Samuel, Samuel. And he woke up again with a great big yawn. Went over to Eli and said, yes, Eli, what do you want? Eli, although he was tired and he woke up yawning, suddenly remembered, maybe God was speaking. If it wasn't Eli calling, maybe God was. And so Eli said, if you get woken up again by a voice calling Samuel, Samuel, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And off they went off to sleep again. And then there was the voice, Samuel, Samuel. No, he didn't say five minutes. He jumped up and he said, Do you remember what you say? Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And then God came to him. He wasn't, God wasn't in a box. Um, he, he was real and God spoke to him but spoke to him a, a very disturbing message about what would happen because so many people are on the wrong track and then he went back to sleep and then Eli woke up And he went over to Samuel and said, wake up, wake up. Do you know how it is? When you have little children, they always come into your room and wake you up. When they're teenagers, then you have to go into their room and wake them up. Well, there's a similar thing happen. And he said, what did God say? And Samuel said, I don't want to tell you, it's so bad. But in the end, uh, Eli managed to get it out of him. And I'll tell you what he said in a moment. But I just want to show you this. Does anybody know what this means? His master's voice, HMV, the, the music store which has just gone into administration and may close. And it, it means his master's voice. I'm not making this up, am I? It does mean his master's voice. And Samuel heard his master's voice. And we all need to hear our master's voice. The, the king of kings that God wants to, to guide us. We don't normally hear his actual voice, but we, we, we can know the right way to live. Perhaps through stories such as this. And of course, the reason that HMV is closing is that people haven't been using it. Yes, 
Well, if you don't use it, then you lose it. And of course, if you don't use, if you don't listen to God, then maybe God doesn't speak, you don't hear. Anyway, girls, you want to come back on? What the message was that Samuel had heard is that there was going to be a great big fight. It's all right, you don't have to have a great big fight. Against the Philistines. You may have uh, know the Philistines. Anybody heard of Daniel? No, David and Goliath? Yes? Well, Goliath was a Philistine. That came a little bit afterwards. Samuel um, uh, made David king, but that's another story for another day. And there was going to be a great big fight, but sadly, Eli's two children were going to die in that fight. Can you die, perhaps in a dramatic way if you want to? (laughs) They brought out the Ark of the Covenant. Perhaps that will save us. And you know, they were trying to use God. They hadn't listened to him, but they were trying to use God. Sometimes we can be on the wrong track by doing that. Try and use God. (coughs) That didn't work, because God's not just in a box. Eli, this is a sad story. Eli was so sad, he also died. And that left Samuel, who got up. He was sad that all of this bad stuff had happened, But he wasn't knocked off the track. He continued to serve God, even though bad stuff was happening. Might be a lesson to us. And although we think he was only 17, how old are you really? 16. So Samuel was only 17, we think. He became the leader, and he led the people because he was on the right track. He was spiritual. He listened to God and tried to do what God uh, wanted him to, uh, to say. And so, the land was in a much better um, uh, state that they could continue. Shall we give all of our actors a great big round of applause? You can go and sit back. Thank you. Do you want to go and sit down? That's lovely. Anywhere. And I'll just end by inviting Rachel to come out. Are you okay to come out and read God's word to us? And it'll appear on the screen. These are words that, uh, that Samuel said. Um, A little bit later on from this, but let's hear God's word. Do not be afraid, Samuel replied. You have done all this evil, yet do not turn away from the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your hearts. Do not turn away after useless idols. They can do you no good, nor can they rescue you, because they are useless. Can I just ask you to pause there, Rachel? Do you mind? Just pause. So do you see that the people had done evil, they had done wrong? But uh, Samuel said, but turn to God. And sometimes if we're on the wrong track, then we need to turn to God. 
but also it's, uh, it's not just if we're evil, perhaps none of us would say, oh, I'm not evil, I'm not on the wrong track, although there may be things that we are doing or saying or thinking that are wrong. But he said here, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Maybe some of us aren't doing that. We're not really on the right track, we're perhaps somewhere in between. So Samuel and I would encourage you to serve the Lord with all your heart. Really get on that right track. Sorry, Rachel, could you carry on? For the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people, because the Lord is pleased to make you his own. Do you mind if I interrupt you again? (laughs) You are good, thank you. I'm just thinking that uh, perhaps we need to know what God thinks of us. Even if we do get things wrong, even if we are naughty, even if we don't uh, love him as we should, he loves us and wants us to be on the right track. I won't interrupt you again. Finish off the reading, Rachel. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you. And I will teach you the way that is good and right. But be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. Thank you, Rachel, for reading God's word. And that last part there, that um, Samuel is saying, uh, be careful not to sin by, by not praying. And those of us who are normally part of this church, we need to keep praying, praying for for this community, praying on the 8th and 9th of February, praying for, for people. And then don't you think that that, or can we, oh, you know, it's okay. The last verse is a good motto. I started with it. But be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. I think that's a good motto to take through into us. Just like to, uh, just before we have our closing worship, I'd like to show you two film clips now. The first one, I was desperate to have a train clip. And this is the best one I could find. I was looking for Thomas the Tank Engine, but they were too long. But this is a, a, a model of one. And um, let's see what happens if we could have the lights on. Keep the lights off because we'll have the second one. The cat derailed the, the train. And if we're on the right track and then something happens, it's not normally a cat knocks us off, but there can be something that happens that just knocks us off. Well, that, well this be, a, be aware that that can happen. But also uh, maybe to think about other things, to be able to think positively about what's happened. Maybe it's an opportunity. And our last clip, it is a a few minutes long, may well, well, it may blow your mind, it may really help you. It's about somebody who could have been knocked off the track completely. But let's see what happened. um, It's taken from the Oprah Winfrey um, uh, show, which has been very much in the news with um, Armstrong. It's not about the cyclist Armstrong. It's another clip. 
But um, if you can't see it because of this, get in a place where you can see it. And let's really concentrate and think about what's going on here. 